Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's it going? It's amazing. How are you? You are just a bucket of energy. This is this is like it just keeps going with you. I don't even know I don't even know that I can handle it. <laughs> I have faith you can. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are joined again today by Catherine Kerrigan. Catherine is back to talk about intuition. Yay! Hey Catherine. Hi everybody. Thanks so much for listening. So we're super excited to talk to Catherine because she she came in a couple of episodes ago and talked about being a medical intuitive. And now we're going to talk about how you can develop your own intuition so that you could do medical intuition or psychic readings or anything else. Our listeners are super excited about anything that's a how-to. So I know they're going to be all over this episode because it's going to be a what you can do instead of the traditional Kelly telling you, don't do that, you'll hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's sort of frame this as a standalone episode. Now, we've talked about intuition before, but let's sort of, in, in Catherine, I'm looking for from your perspective, what is intuition? You know, when you're doing the work, what do you what do you tap into with regards to intuition? Okay, so first of all, I, I need to sort of give some further information. So one of my nine books is called Unlimited Intuition. Now, first of all, there's four ways that you receive guidance from your soul. So when I'm using the term intuition, what I mean by that is guidance that you receive from your soul. So it's literally your soul communicating to you. Now, the four psychic gifts are claircognizance, which is psychic knowing. That is my primary gift. That is the gift that Edgar Casey had. 
when you are high in clear cognizance, you just know stuff. Somebody can call me on the phone. I don't see them. I don't have my hands on them. And I know. So clear cognizance is the fastest gift. And all the gifts, by the way, they have an upside and a downside. And you have to understand how they work. Now, the second gift is clairaudience. Now, when you are clairaudient, you receive information by words, vibration, and sound. You know, if you're doing healing work, you could get a message like it's the foot. (laughs) Or look at the head. And clear audience, one of the downsides of that is that people tend to confuse it with their own thoughts and it drops in super quickly. So just like clear cognizance is very, very fast and clear audience is if it takes you longer than 30 seconds to get the information, it's not your guidance. Now, then there's clear sentience, which is psychic feeling. Now, more people are clairsentient or clairvoyant, which I'm about to talk about, than any other time. Now, clairsentience is feeling. So you feel the vibe. You put your hands on someone and you can feel where the energy is congested. Now, the downside of being a feeler, which I call the feelers, is that you have a really hard time discerning what is your energy and what is somebody else's energy. So as I like to joke, is it me or is it Memorex? (laughs) You know, are you really depressed or did you pick up the energy of someone else? Are you anxious or was it the checker at the counter? Yeah. So the, the feelers really have to learn discernment. They have to be able to tune into their own energy. And then the last psychic gift is clairvoyance, which is, literally seeing things. So yesterday I was doing a healing with a friend of mine who's done astrology for 50 years. And what I saw was how she needed to literally, when she started her work, she needed to enter a Merkaba of light. So Merkaba is a spiritual shape. And I literally saw that. I said, in order to protect your energy, you need to visualize yourself going into this Merkaba of divine white light. So when you're using the clairvoyant gift, your soul gives you pictures. And these could appear in dreams. They could appear as symbols. But you really want to pay attention to the images that you're shown in your life and that also appear in your mind's eye. So that's kind of a rundown of the four gifts. So you can actually have more than one of these as well. So for instance, I really have claircognizance on on sort of a regular day-to-day basis. So, you know, the story that I told you guys in the podcast before about packing a care package for Kathy when she went on the airplane, that was a claircognizance moment. I needed, I knew I needed to pack the, the care package, but I didn't know why. That's claircognizance. But when I do my energy scan work, I actually send a tendril of energy out. So I'm feeling, and I also see visuals and I I translate the visuals into the message. And so I'm doing partially the the feeling part, the the clairsentience, and then I'm also doing clairvoyance at the same time. So you can can have multiple gifts that, that show up at different times. Okay. So my comment is that you can learn to develop and open all of your gifts. That's why I called my book Unlimited Intuition Now. However, you have one gift for your soul, one gift for your body, which is how you receive information about your body, 
another gift for your family, how you re receive information about the people in your household, and another gift for how you receive information in the world, how you learn, how you work. And so what I find is that just like Tiger Woods is a golfer and I'm not, <laughs> and somebody else is, you know, a great tennis player and I'm not, there's going to be gifts that, again, that your soul gifts that are going to be easiest to develop. So part of what I do when I'm training people about their intuition is I figure out what is your primary gift and I start with what is easiest for you. Right. So, so just like you wouldn't take a 12 year old and give them advanced calculus, you know, it, it's easiest to develop your intuition by figuring out what is your primary gift and then learning about it. Because especially if you do healing work, if you do not understand how you receive information, you're going to waste a lot of time <laughs> yep. and you're going to question yourself. You're not going to trust the process you're going to be stuck in your ego and you're going to get a lot of ego interference and a lot of ego static. But if you understand how your information comes through, then you're going to be able to trust it. So for example, I'm claircognizant. And a lot of times when I'm claircognizant, I just laugh at myself because I'm receiving information about things I, that I literally know nothing about. Like I remember one time, one of my clients was considering buying a house and I'm tuning in and all of a sudden I'm talking to her about the roof on the house. And trust me, I know absolutely nothing about roofing. <laughs> but when, when I'm, you know, when I'm channeling information and it's coming through about things that I know absolutely nothing about, then I know it's my soul guidance. And, you know, one of the things people ask me, well, how do you do this? Well, to me, a lot of this is about focus. You know, when we meditate, part of what you learn how to do is direct your focus. So when I'm doing a medical intuitive reading on someone, again, I don't have to see them. I do not have to put my hands on them. I do medical intuitive readings on an ongoing basis for people who go to a healing retreat in Costa Rica. I did one this morning on a lady who has breast cancer. They give me a report, you know, Susie Q lives in Sacramento, has breast cancer. She's 65 years old. She eats peanut butter and jelly for lunch every day. And then I sit there an hour, an hour and a half and write a report. There's not even a photograph. Right. Sometimes there's a photograph. Sometimes there's not a photograph. How do I do that? I focus. So you as a person are a VIP. You're a vibrational interference pattern. You, you know, all three of us on this show are really nice people. But our energy is different. So right. you have a unique vibrational fingerprint, if it will. You mm -hmm. have a, a unique frequency. So what I do is I tune into your frequency and I direct my mind to focus on that frequency and then I can read everything about you. That's a similar sort of process to what I'm doing with my energy scans too. It's, a, it's a, I'm looking for a specific signature. I can actually follow from one person to another. If somebody thinks about somebody else, I can hop from them to the other person. That's part of the work. Yeah, I'm talking to somebody in Australia. I don't see them. I'm talking to them about their mother who I also have never seen. Yep. So again, it's just a matter of focus. And the other thing that you have to do is you know, when I learned intuition, a really great phrase is show up and get out of the way. So <laughs> yep. I was working with somebody recently and she wanted to develop her intuition and she was going through a lot of stress. She was moving internationally 
And, you know, probably there was so much furniture that had to be moved, literally and figuratively, that she was not able to get her ego out of the way. So there's different techniques that you can do to get your ego out of the way. A simple one is to pray. Pray and ask that you be given the information for the highest good of the person that you're working with. So my book, Unlimited Intuition Now, explains the different gifts, and it's also full of prayers. Because when you pray, again, you're wanting to literally set that ego out of the way. And again, understanding how the different gifts work, because claircognizance and clairaudience are very, very fast. So if it comes in really fast, then you know it's actually accurate information. And this is contrary to what we're told, because we're told, stop and think about it. Well, if you stop and think about it, that's your ego. That's your ego going, I know what it is, and this is what I think. Well, that's your ego. Right. And, and yet, clairsentience is a slower gift. And the people who are high in clairsentience, I tell them, I said, speed is just a setting on the washing machine. <laughs> Fast spin, slow spin, it's all going to clean your clothes. So, But when you're using the feeling gift, you literally have to feel into it. Where's the energy going? Is it coming towards me? Is it going away from me? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it thick? Is it thin? What does this feel like? Does it feel safe? Does it feel welcoming? I use my psychic gift of feeling every day when I'm dressing. Because I tune in, I'm like, okay, what's it going to feel like in the place where I'm going to be? One year, my mother and I went to Charleston. It was 100 degrees outside. We're walking around, you know, sweating constantly. And then we went back to where we were staying and dressed for a play. And I tuned into the theater and I got it was going to be really cold. So even though it was 100 degrees outside, I wear long jeans, a shirt, a jacket and a shawl to the theater. <laughs> and it was freezing. So you just project your energy and tune into the space where you're going to be. How does that feel? Yeah, great tip. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought to do that. But yeah, you can certainly do it. I just... This is the thing is this is why I love interviewing people is because you get different perspectives and it's like, well, crap. Yeah, I could do that, but I would never have thought to. So yeah, this is great. Thank you. That was a great tip. Like I'm talking about going on a vacation with my boyfriend to oh, Alaska and there's going to be, you have to laugh, us and 12 teenagers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already like tuning in just going, oh dear. But you know, it's like, I mean, sometimes you just have to like go with the flow and, you know, all those things and just laugh about it and <laughs> enjoy the drama of being with 12 people, right? One of the things that's interesting to me, so the listeners of this show are, they're what Kelly calls, they're in the bright and shiny phase. And for those folks, when I've talked to them, one of the things that I hear over and over is something that you said very simply, but it's very difficult for them. You said, show up and get out of the way. Is there some tip that you can give people? Because sometimes it's really hard to remove that concept of ego and know that what you're getting is not you talking to yourself. And this is a great question. And there's a technique for that. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, part of doing the work, as Kelly can probably attest to, is you develop techniques and you keep using the techniques over and over and over again to where you know that you're in neutral. Like I don't, if I'm fine, frustrated, insecure, neurotic, and emotional, I don't do medical intuitive reading. So for example, last year, my stepfather died. 
you know, I was down there with my family. I was crying. And the people in Costa Rica wanted me to do readings. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm not in a good space. And they honored that. They're like, okay, let us know when you're ready. So you cannot be frustrated and secure, neurotic and emotional and get accurate information about anything. You're just a little firestorm. But at any rate, if you go to katherinekirigan.com, I wrote an article about the source connection. So I'm going to describe it. It's actually fairly complicated. You need to read the directions. But basically, when you do a source connection, you connect every part of yourself up to divine consciousness. Okay? Because when every part of you is connected to divine consciousness, then you will know what you need to know. Mm -hmm. So I'm very highly educated. I went to Brown University. I was Phi Beta Kappa. I've done natural healing only for full time for 26 years. So I have a little bit of experience. I have a lot of training. I'm addicted to learning. But as much as I know, there is a limit to my knowledge. However, universal consciousness is actually all-knowing. Okay, and when you pray and set your ego out of side, then you'll know what you need to know. So if you go to KatherineKerrigan.com and look up, you know, source connection, there's an article that explains exactly, precisely what I do when I connect every part of me to divine consciousness. I didn't leave anything out. <laughs> All you got to do is do it. And, and basically, there's a sheet, and you run your finger from left to right, you send a burst of energy, you clear any resistance there, and then you go back from right to left. So it's a technique for doing that, to getting yourself completely connected. So just like when you get on your computer, you don't go, why am I not on Google yet? You have to be online yeah. in order to get into a website. So you've got to be online with universal consciousness, which means not in your ego. And if you're frustrated, insecure, neurotic, and emotional, I promise you, you are in your ego. If you're a meditator, if you're in a meditative state, then you're open. Yeah. That's when a lot of our guidance simply drops in and everybody thinks, you know, your angels are going to give you these really profound messages. Maybe they just say, you know, you're on the right track or good job or we love you. If you've been in a meditative state, that's neutral. Okay, great. So Joey mentioned that a lot of our listeners are in the beginning stage and that's sort of where we focus. But as we learned in our last episode with Ken, sometimes we have more experienced people who are tuning in, who are just looking to sort of put the structure to the process and sort of fill in the gaps. So if you were to talk to somebody who was a little bit further along in the process, what would you tell them is, are there any bad habits that they would need to unlearn that maybe yes. they from other places? I had a feeling you had one of those. Yeah. You know, I'll tell a funny story. Like a lot of people, my cell phone is my clock. So I keep my cell phone by the bed. And I remember one day, I think it was 2 a.m., my phone rang. I didn't made the mistake. I didn't turn the uh, ringer off. And somebody was calling me from Saudi Arabia. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, you know, they're calling me at 2 a.m. There must be a serious problem. There must be a crisis, right? So I mean, it was my mistake. You know, I'm like asleep, right? So I, I'm asleep. I wake up. Oh, my God, the phone's ringing. Must be a crisis. So I answered it. And I answered the phone. I said, hello. And then the, this lady immediately started asking me these questions. I, and I remember what she said. My boyfriend left. And, you know, is he coming back or you know how people are. They're just, give me the information. Right. And when you're highly intuitive, a lot of times people will treat you like a psychic 
Pez dispenser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's not even like, hello, I'm so-and-so from Saudi Arabia. Is this a good time for you? Right. <laughs> it's just like, give me the information right now. I want it. So when you are, when you realize that you are highly intuitive, you want to set up boundaries about that, whether it's turn the ringer off on the phone, you know, don't, you know, charge for what you do. <laughs> Another thing that's really important as you are really opening your gifts is that you have to look at the ratio that you use your intuition for yourself versus other people. Because if you allow yourself to be treated like a psychic Pez dispenser and just give, 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 and you don't use your intuition for yourself, you will become so drained that no amount of Reiki, prayer, rest, supplements, healthy eating is going to help you. You have to fill your own well by tuning in for yourself. How do you tune in for yourself? Again, wake up every morning and pray. Pray and ask for guidance. You know, what is it that I'm here to do today? You know, is there any specific information that I need to know? And a really important question to ask, figure out your primary gift. Again, is it claircognizance? Is it clairaudience, clairvoyance, or clairsentience? So, for example, let's say that you're a feeler and your gift is psychic feeling. I use that because that's the most common psychic gift is clairsentience. Then you need to tune into yourself three times a day, go off by yourself where there's nobody else around and ask, how do I feel? And I, I say that because the feelers are energetically quite sensitive and how you feel is very affected by other people. Yeah. I actually have a program for people who are empaths who have that and it's called boundaries for empaths. And if you go back to like the, one of the first episodes, there's free code to get it for free on the website, but that will help with that because that yeah. you're totally right. That's exactly what happens is that you get completely overwhelmed. And it's what I call psychic whack. And it's like, you know, this energy and that energy. And if you are a highly intuitive person, if you're a sensitive person, you have to become strong enough to handle your sensitivity. I have so many people who I'm, I'm, I'm really sensitive. I'm like, guess what? So am I. I couldn't do what I do if I wasn't exquisitely sensitive. Right. So if you are exquisitely sensitive, you must become extremely grounded. And that means work on your body. Do activities that connect you to the earth. Don't be a space cadet, okay? Because <laughs> you'll be in serious trouble if you are. So, for example, I'm clear cognizance, which is high in psychic. It's basically where you just know stuff. I need to sit with myself periodically and say, what do I know about myself? What do I know for myself? And the clear cognizance is a very fast gift, and it gets information way ahead. So sometimes there can be issues with timing. Like one time I was supposed to teach a class in Seattle, and every time I thought about it, and this class was like six months in advance. And every time I thought about it, I'm like, I just don't know about this. And I argue with myself. People had registered for the class. I ended up canceling well in advance. They were very upset with me. And the day that the class was supposed to be held, held an earthquake hit the airport wow. in Seattle. Wow. The, the day I would have been like coming in. And I got that information like six months in advance, right? Yeah. So again, if you're highly intuitive, 
Use your gifts for yourself. What do I know about myself? What do I feel about myself? What do I see for myself? What am I hearing for myself? Well, and I want to I want to ask you this question too because you said maybe charge for what you're doing. And there's a lot of angst. I've worked with people around their businesses and around putting themselves out there and and there's a huge amount of angst and there's there's actually a belief in the morphic field of spirituality that says you shouldn't charge for spiritual services. And I've got a lot of issue around that because it's like look, you know, you tithe to the church even the shaman in a tribe, everybody else provides the food and everything else for them. And the shaman provides the services. So there is payment. It just isn't in a, in a direct exchange. But when people are thinking about putting themselves out there, what would you say to them about spiritually aligning with money in terms of the service that they're providing? Well, first of all, I identify and clear lots of money issues. And you would not believe how many people you know, they come to me for health issues and underlying that is a money issue because if you've got money issues, you're in survival mode. And a lot of people are stuck that way. It's not about thriving, okay? So, and I'm a good mentor for people. I'm a single woman. I support myself. I've had my own business for 26 years. I have no debt. I own my car. I own my house. And I have investments at Morgan Stanley. Okay. And I've written articles about, you know, that you can Google the 12 principles of success for for holistic entrepreneurs. But here's the thing about healing work. There has to be an equal exchange of energy. If you do healing work and there's not an equal exchange of energy, you will get drained. If you allow yourself to be drained, then there will be no cookies left in the cookie jar. Even when people are paying me, I pay attention. If I have a client who's really working super hard and they're following my advice and they're working the program really deeply and they send me a text or an email, well, what about this or what about that? I will answer them. If right. I haven't heard from somebody in six months for a year and it's like, you know, who is this person? Well, you know, I was looking at this supplement. Is that going to work for me? I'm like, make an appointment. The bottom line is this. I'll say it really as simply as I can. You have to match the energy. Right. So if you're if you're not charging, you're not matching the energy. Also, if you're not charging, you're not valuing yourself. You're not valuing the wisdom that you give to people. Right. I mean, I, I did one session with a gentleman in Sydney, Australia, and he'd been in so much pain that he'd had to quit his job. I said, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. I said, I'm reading you. You have incredibly strong willpower. And I'm going to tell you what to do because you're in so much pain. I mean, he was like an eight out of a 10. In one session, his pain went from like an eight out of a 10 to a two out of a 10. Wow. I'm not giving him supplements. I'm in Atlanta. He's in Sydney, Australia. I told him what to do to get out of pain. And he had also made an appointment to go on a trip to Bali because he thought, All right, I've got to go to this some foreign land to you know, some exotic healers to heal me because I'm in so much pain and I've been in pain for years. That was one session. That was life changing. Right. So match the energy. Right. Spiritual principle, match the energy. Yeah, that's, that's something I talk about with people that I'm working with who are doing this sort of stuff is the other piece that I see that they do is they tend to exchange for validation rather than for money. You can be validated or you can get paid, but you can't get both. I don't trade sessions with anybody. I have. No, no, I mean, what I mean by that is, is that they will, they're, they're asking for the client to validate them 
and therefore they don't get paid as much because part of the payment is validation. Well, you know, as, as Yoda said, there is no try, right? right? (laughs) You know, and and you're either going to be a professional or you're going to be a dilettante. Okay. You're going to either play at it or you're going to be, or you're going to really own it and be it. Okay. There is no try. Right. And I'm with you with the not trading thing. I won't trade services with anyone that I wouldn't have paid for their services. I don't trade, period. I mean, I have clients who are very accomplished healers. They're doctors. They're registered nurses. They're registered dietitians. They're craniosacral therapists, teachers who teach all over the world. They pay me. I pay them. On the other hand, I also will give my sessions. Yesterday, I did. A, I gave a session to a friend of mine, astrology, uh, astrologer for 50 years. It was her birthday. I gave her a session. It's like you can choose to give. And, you know, it's a law of tithing that, you know, you contribute to that which has fed your soul. And this friend of mine had fed my soul. She wasn't impoverished. She wasn't on death row, (laughs) but she had fed my soul. And so I chose to give something to her. So at that point, that was part of the energy exchange for you. Yes, it was a gift. It was like this person is has contributed to my soul at a very high level. And I wanted to give something back to her. Well, and sometimes you may choose to give to somebody that isn't even in your life. I was, I was out at lunch one day and I saw a child across the room from me who was at the same restaurant and I could see in his physical being that he was beginning to develop neurological issues. And I just asked the question, I wonder why that is. And there was an alien entity stuck in his field and the alien wasn't trying to do damage. It just thought it was a nice place to stop and, and relax for a minute. And so I just looked at the alien and I'm like, you got to go, you got to go now. (laughs) And it's like, Oh, Oh, sorry. And off it went, you know, I cleared the kid just because, I could see that it was showing up in physicality in ways that would be really deleterious for him. And, you know, did I tell the parents I did it? No. Did I tell the kid I did? No. But it was just community service, right? (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes you do it that way too, but you got to be careful that that's not like all day, every day, because when you're new, you're like all day, every day, I'm going to just do, 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 do. And then you end up fried. So this has been another jam-packed episode with a bunch of information in it. But That's because Catherine's awesome. <laughs> you really are, Catherine. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much. But we're going to wrap up now because we are up against time here. But again, if you want to find out more about what Catherine has going on, Catherine, what's your website again for everybody so that they can connect with you? CatherineKerrigan.com, UnlimitedEnergyNow.com. While you're there, sign up for my newsletter so you can learn even more about how to heal yourself naturally. You can also follow the Natural Healing Show for UK Health Radio. And uh, you can read any of my nine books or listen to them by finding me on Amazon, Catherine Kerrigan. All right, Kelly, is there anything you wanted to say here as we as we sort of roll towards the finale? The one thing I'm going to say is that if you miss the uh, Claim Your Gifts retreat that's happening right now, we are doing it again in Falls Church, Virginia. It's the first weekend after Labor Day in September. And uh, we'll be doing that. So you will see a link in this episode that will link you to the registration page for that. And you can find out more about that there. And again, Catherine's going to be adding great stuff to the membership site at Patreon. So it's patreon.com forward slash Kelly Sparta. And that will get you there. 
holy crap, there's just like so much good stuff. There's so much. <laughs> and as always, folks, uh, you can email Kelly if you've got questions, if you've got uh, suggestions for things you'd like to hear on Spirit Sherpa. That's Kelly, K-E-L-L-E, at kellysparta.com. And also, go to kellysparta.com. You can get access to all of the services that Kelly offers there. You can do a discovery session. You can do energy scans. And you can sign up for Kelly's newsletter there. Subscribe. And as we say at the end of every episode, if you're enjoying what's happening here in the podcast, please rate and subscribe to the show. Share it with friends and family on social media. If you don't like what's happening on the podcast, please do not rate the show because we don't want that <laughs> negative feedback in our lives. Nobody needs that kind of negativity. <laughs> but seriously, please let us know what you think of what's happening and what's going on. Okay, that is all that we have. We're going to wrap up now. Anything from either of you as we go into the final, final close? Everyone's intuitive. You have a soul. Your soul's always trying to communicate with you. You just have to learn how it works. Perfect, perfect. Thank you so much. And that is all that we have for this week, folks. Be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your beginner's guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta and Catherine Kerrigan, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now, so I leave behind a Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.